Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey! Goldberg! I bet if that talk was a cheese broken, you stop it! No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Black! 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 It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey everybody, it's a nutritional loading exercise. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. Hello everyone. That's Kevin. Hey y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the Fitted in My Dash Podcast. We are back, another episode review. My daughter is here with me, so you will hear her probably in the background. The other one is sleeping, so I'm hoping she stays asleep for the duration of this pod, but we'll see what happens. But we are working in. We have another review. As I mentioned, I don't want to spend too much time in case things go sour in my house. So let's get into it. Episode five, icing on the cake. Tommy, your opening impressions. Um, I don't know. So we, um, I, I really liked episode three. I didn't like episode four as much. This one, I kind of feel a little bit in the middle. I feel like nothing really happened, but I didn't dislike it. Um, maybe it's because I, I guess I liked some of the, the subplots. Um, although, you know, I think at every episode, there's a couple parts where you roll your eyes. And, and literally, I find myself some points, I watch these on my phone, like the first thing in the morning, is I like, someone will say something, and I'll just like, turn the screen away. Like, I'm not like, I gotta like cringe for a second. And I had a few of those moments in this one, but I still think I like the episode. So those are kind of my immediate thoughts. Yeah, we'll go to Kevin. Uh, I, I think I'm kind of in the same camp. It was kind of slow for me. Um, I, I I didn't dislike it. Um, it, but yeah, it didn't really move the needle much for me. Um, there are some good quotes and stuff, but um, I guess we got introduced to some new characters. It, it was fine. It was a fine episode. Yeah, I guess I would say that if we didn't get Fry's and Gertie introductions, and if they weren't, yeah. and I like them both, um, then I think that this episode would have been um, a little bit lower on the um, the power rankings. Yeah, we're back to all being in agreement. I feel like the last two episodes we had some disagreement, but yeah, I thought it was okay. Average, the you know, B minus C plusish range for me. Uh, you know. There was, I liked how that sort of came around in the end. I was, uh, there was a little bit of a twist there with Evan actually showing up. I did not expect him to do that. Uh, but yeah, a lot of it was, you know, montage and this team against that team and, and kind of stuff we had seen sort of before, but more of it. So uh, I did appreciate Sophie, her rebelliousness getting played out a little bit, but Let's get into it. So you really had Evan on the team and on Team Dominate and missing it. Nick's B-Day party. You had Sophie trying to be a rebel. And then you had sort of two semi, I would say, arcs with like Jace not fitting in and Cole and Alex uh, continuing whatever their thing is. But Tommy, you mentioned the new kids. 
what were your impressions of fries and gertie off the bat there? um both strong introductions uh, i'm actually i wish we would have gotten a little bit more of fries and i thought yeah. we got a, a great amount of gertie and she was good um seems like her shtick is like ending stories too soon um and i, I am curious about like uh the alaska bit um and i'm just like i really hope that you know they're doing some the writers have done some research into alaska because it isn't just wilderness um but uh it is uh I, i'm enjoying that so far we, there was a great opportunity for for some mystery alaska uh tie-ins here uh may, maybe we'll still get that uh, one of my uh favorite movies mystery alaska um but yes i i agree with that i i liked i liked gertie a lot uh i'm curious to see how much we get of fries um yeah i, I thought that was funny and i i do think that's a fun like subplot to being aj's brother um but um also great name great name yeah the next it is very good. interesting that we don't get the introduction till um now. week five yeah so i wonder if there's just some like difficulties in filming with that or it's just like maybe it's a late ad a, a late addition to the to the story well they, they he was part of like the initial like casting call for new hmm. folks so it might have just been like hey we had uh I, i'd be curious to hear about some of the um, behind the scenes stuff um but again we've talked about these are 22 minute episode you can't kind of just introduce and then you'd have to have fries be a part of every single episode whatever um and so um it was good and we'll definitely have some kind of brotherly showdown yeah i would hope we have something between aj and fries there i would agree i liked fries didn't get much of him would have wanted more really enjoyed gertie i liked her rambling i liked her just being sort of awkward and everything like that so uh, i have high hopes for gertie there was some question about you know, how much are we going to get up? Like, are we just going to start? Are they going to be in the backgrounds kind of like the checkmates or are they actually going to be like sort of more developed than that? So that's my only question. Like, are we going to get more after this or is this just a introduction? I, I think that we're going to get um, fries. will have like his moment. I think Gertie is mostly in the background, but maybe she like scores the winning goal at some point uh in in one of their matches kind of like um she she's taught something or like hey you're used to always just like playing by yourself now you're part of a team kind of thing and like she passes the puck in a key moment or something like that i, I think comic we get relief a, i think we get a, a good bit of gertie I, I feel like they dedicated a lot of screen time to her in this episode to not kind of continue that thread um i don't know just felt like especially because it wasn't equal screen time between like Gertie and fries. It was like, just introduced them. It was like Gertie kept appearing and appearing and appearing. So I, I feel like she's going to kind of be a, a core, a core character moving, moving forward. All right, let's move on. Uh, I have some small stuff. I guess the biggest stuff is, you know, the team dominate versus the mighty ducks and that whole dynamic where Evan's going to practice every day and running around and doing the treadmill while Alex is like, oh, we're not, we're deleting our schedule and we're doing that. Kevin? Yeah, it's, uh, I, I wrote in my notes, um, uh, training outside instead of using the ice time seems like a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I, should probably I, I also, practice. I also did like the line where she's like, our ice time starts in negative five minutes. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was a good one, but I am curious how they're going to, because you, you're going to assume the Ducks come together and they start winning. And I'm, I'm going to 
I'm curious how that's going to happen. At least in the first season, you had Evan and they practiced and Sophie came in as kind of a ringer. We're here. Obviously, Jace might turn it around. Uh, we're assuming he'll turn it around, but I don't know beyond that how they're going to be good. I, I think Alex has to get the most out of Jace. Um, and I guess they're, they kind of laid the foundation for that a little bit about Jace starting to be part of the team. But his act was a bit much for me in Same. this episode i was like I, I wrote down jace being a dick and then jace being a real dick um yeah um maya would call him a rebel but yeah. but yeah he he was definitely being a dick um and you know kudos to alex though for for not kind of like falling for it and being like treating him like an equal essentially like hey i'm gonna keep doing this like so i'm not gonna fall for your little games or whatever or get mad like i know you want me to be yeah, that was a good combo uh, that Alex said. I thought that was pretty good. But yeah, Jace, Jace had a good burn there about Evan, you know, moving off his own mom's team. I like that. But yeah, he was, he did come around in the end, but he was, he was kind of playing it up. I thought he would feel a little better that he wasn't on his coach's team, but who knows? Also, also I wrote down sweet Phil Collins dig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With the name like Phil all right um yeah then you had obviously alex and cole we learned about cole's wife how did you feel about that just the way they brought it up in that in that fashion i thought it was i thought that was a good scene i i thought that uh it didn't i thought that was one of the least forced uh scenes between them or it felt less forced um but yeah, I, I thought I thought alex and cole this episode were particularly i thought i, I thought it worked i thought it was really good it was a little awkward for me that he they were like arguing and he's like she's like you need to have more fun and then he's like I'm gonna bring on my dead wife. Then, <laughs> yeah, I was like okay, uh, but I you know they gotta bring it up somehow, so I guess that's better than nothing. But yeah, I mean I liked again I liked how this episode turned came around in the end where you know Cole is eating the ice cream and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was a that was a great callback to their their original conversation yeah before uh we get into evan and nick anything else on you know just the general setup of dominate and ducks and alex and cole uh I, I did write down captain blood uh for for cole i thought he was channeling that pretty well i think it would have been maybe a, a little bit more fun to explore that a little bit more and push it a little bit farther but i get you know they're you're trying to squeeze a lot into into 30 minutes but um or however many minutes this was but yeah, I, I think that's probably my uh, my biggest thing. Yeah, you know, I um I feel like each scene you can kind of break down a little bit. Got a lot of Evan in this episode, and uh, I liked. Um, I guess um, I want to start off by talking about Nick and Evan, and Nick seems very clingy to Evan, and almost dangerously so. <laughs> um, and it is like. Yeah, you said you'd be at this birthday party, you couldn't make it. And I, I do like appreciate the whole like Cole was just like, oh yeah, like your mom was the one who had to come and do this and you're lying to me. And then Evan essentially being like, hey, it's more important to me and Cole seeming to appreciate that. So I guess I like that, but I didn't like um, Nick's inability to, you know, separate from from Evan. And I also think that the party or lack thereof party scene could have been a little bit better. Yeah, Nick... I have a child in the room, but Nick was being a real a-hole uh, to all his other friends. Like, they're your friends, yeah. too. They hung out with you, too, and you just you don't let them do anything just because Evan's not here. 
I wonder. I wonder if maybe we're we're setting up for a kind of a a mutiny against Nick uh, because he's so loyal to Evan. Oh, that would be a good twist. That would be a good twist. But um, yeah, I did like I did like Evan sort of sticking up for himself and and sort of the twist there where Evan actually did show up. As I mentioned, like I thought it was going to be kind of a season one thing where he was all about it, and then you know they get mad at him, and so. I like that he came back and said, hey, this is my friend, and he's benched for the first game, and he's like, I'm just going to have to accept that. thought that was a good role. Anything else on Evan, really? I guess we haven't talked too much about him. I, I did think, and I think we've ragged on Evan a little bit some in this season, but I think it was good. I guess the, the one incredibly awkward thing where Sophie runs into him, and Sophie's like, what? And, and Evan is like, I guess trying to, like, be nice about it and Sophie's kind of rude um and so um I guess uh that can kind of lead into the whole Sophie trying to be a little bit of a rebel uh which I I did actually like and I thought the whole her like walking and trying to get everyone to notice her hair was a uh, was very uh very good and with uh kind of coming back full circle with Chase noticing it I I, I did write down that um that the the whole Evan Nick thing was a little too heartfelt for my taste like that it was like over like they're how old? Like 12, 13? Like the kids don't talk to each other like that. Like that just doesn't happen. Um, and that, that one was just a little, a little, uh, that one kind of uh, blew the coop for me. But yeah, I thought Evan was good in this episode though. Yeah, I enjoyed him, but that's a good point. Like when they hugged, when Nick and Evan hugged and yeah. like had a heartfelt hug, like I was, I was like, when I was 14, I don't think I was giving heartfelt <laughs> hugs to my friends, but maybe that's just, well, that's too bad. Mike. My problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was just a, it was a very mature emotional conversation that they had that was like okay this would never happen. Yeah, yeah, I would agree there. Um, you talked about Sophie and the the hair thing that was good. I liked Koo being like, "Is something wrong with your ear?" And then how did you feel about you know Sophie and Maya and the whole rebelliousness uh, sort of storyline? I guess. I, th- I thought it was good. Um, I, I like, I, I think they're doing a really good job with Maya this season, um, at, at having her kind of be like the, the, like j- the hijinks leader, um, kind of our coach, if you will. Um, like she, with, with how she was as the bookie and, and, uh, and here kind of coaching Maya and kind of coaching or, uh, I'm sorry, coaching Sophie, um, kind of you know in with boys and you know be, becoming more of a rebel uh i think they're doing a really good job with that i think it's a really fun uh kind of like subplot um but uh yeah i thought it was good i i thought uh sophie kind of walking around like as tommy was talking about her like strutting around i thought that was a really great scene and now like Coop is like what's what's what are we doing here what what's going on i thought that was funny um but yeah i i, I like i really liked that dynamic i thought that was good yeah, I, I liked it too. Um, and, you know, there's been chatter in our Discord from uh, Quackalites, kind of like, what's Sophie's deal? And I think it is kind of like, you know, she's trying to find herself and, um, you know, she's still trying to like wrestle with, you know, wanting to get good grades and like impress her parents, but also wanting to, you know, not just be about school or, or hockey. Because it seems like everything she does, she goes all in, you know, very kind of like an addictive personality. Um, uh, but I liked it. And again, I agree with Kevin. I think um, Maya whole season has been strong, but she was also um, very good in this episode. 
Um, I thought everyone was good. And again, Sam gets, you know, two lines, which is uh, disappointing. Um, but maybe we'll, we'll get a Sam episode that we've so desperately craved. Yeah. Yeah. Maya was, I feel like, kind of one-dimensional in season one. She's much better in season two. A lot of different dynamics going on there. So I did like that. I, I liked so like I was very sort of critical of Sophie in the last two episodes and that whole arc. I think it's coming around though with you know she's trying to be rebellious, doesn't really know how, and her you know she's still doing her AP bio textbook. But I I think we're gonna come kind of full circle with her where she realizes that she's missing out on a good opportunity at this camp. I think she's gonna kind of come full circle by the end of the season and like be like where Evan is now. Um, I think it's going to click for like, Oh, what am I doing? I actually do want to play hockey. I think we're, I think we're gearing up for that. That would be a nice, you know, full circle moment for sure. But yeah, Sam basically missing from this episode. Coob had a couple one-liners, but yeah, we didn't really get much from the other people. Uh, We talked a little bit, about Jace, anything else on on Jace or Sophie? Obviously, at the end, he's like, "Oh, I like your blue streak." A very yeah. deliberate, you know. Oh, like the rebel guy liking you is like, yeah, or, or is also very rebellious. Very much setting up the, I guess, uh, love triangle, whatever. Sophie, Jace, and uh, I did enjoy Nick's like your mom and ex girlfriend living across the hall. That's like the opposite of what I think the love triangle is, or whatever. That was a good line. Yeah, I, I definitely think I. I think they're doing a good job just kind of sprinkling in the the Jace Sophie stuff, like without being like hitting you over the head with it. Um, so I, I think we're going to get some some good stuff coming up. I, I will say they need to like go forward with it in the next episode, because if we get one more episode where it's like kind of flirty, whatever, it's like, OK, then it will be hitting us over the head. So hopefully episode six, something happens, even if it's just like one of them being asked out or something. Well, yeah, because it's like, is Sophie, would, do we think Sophie's going to come back around to Evan? And, well, this... I mean, they, they did have that little moment where she was like talking to Maya about Evan in this episode, um, which I thought was interesting. I thought it was, that was a little weird and kind of out of place. Um, it kind of, I don't know, I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. Yeah, because if, if they're going to come around to Evan and Sophie having some sort of resolution, they kind of need to get this Jace thing going. And then whatever happens with Jace and Sophie, you know, will obviously play a part in how Evan and Sophie, you know, resolve their issues and either, you know, be friends or get back together and whatnot. So, so I mean, I guess this would be very easy, but you could um, essentially end the season with Alex and um, Coach Cole, like getting together but Jason and Evan hating each other. Mm. Um, and then like potentially season three is Jason and Sophie are always hanging out while Evan's there like at the house. Um, and you can even have that at the end of the, the season or something like that. Um, and, and Evan having like a freak out or something. Um, and uh, so I think you could, like this does set, set up the table nicely for whatever they want to do, I think. So uh Still not 100% sure where Evan will end up at the end of the season, which is good. Um, but everything seems to be, you know, trending in a, in a good way. Do we think Alex and Cole end up like fully together by the end of this season? 
because it's been um, it hasn't like progressed as quickly as I was expecting at the beginning. I I think we get a uh, a moment where Alex and Cole kiss or something, and Evan sees it and mm. is furious at his mom, uh, and then she like chooses Evan over Cole. I think I think that's Ooh. what we're gearing up for. Because I, I I don't know like just the way that he's kind of started to you know uh, glom himself onto to Cole, and I, I think. I think it's we've gotten enough like Evan and his mom like drama that I think we're kind of setting up for that. That would be good. Uh, I'm not sure we're going to get that. I do. I think it's going to be a little bit more tame. I I think Evan would be supportive of it. Like he's not going to like, I don't think he's gonna go full Charlie and like pimp out his mom, but I think he's going (laughs) to see something like that. I think he will probably be like, maybe there's something like stop talking to coach Cole about me and my life kind of thing. And then maybe he's just like, he doesn't realize that they're actually like falling for each other. And then he's like, oh, I didn't know it was like that. Like, go for it. You know, so maybe like that. So I think they're going to end up, um, I mean, not going steady, mm-hmm. but it's like clear that they, they want to like pursue a relationship. I, and well, and uh, it would also make a lot of sense for that if like to continue into season three, if that's a thing, um, you know, to kind of leave that open. Yeah, that was what I was thinking. Because you figure Jace and Cole are recurring characters. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with season three here. But anything else? I have a few minor notes, but anything else that big you want to hit on before we you know, go to Just the awards? Quick thing for me on that same topic. I, I did think it was a little surprising that Evan let... let it didn't kind of freak out more about his mom already kind of fucking up the, his lie. Uh, I, I thought that kind of just went too easily uh, under the water or under the bridge. Um, so that, that was a, just one little note. Yeah. She, she kind of messed it up twice with, uh, she can, she does it every episode. I mean, it's, yeah. It's... Oh, I, I guess my last thing, and this might be minor, but um, I guess them like working out outside, it's like, did you guys do like three hours of like side shuffles? Cause that's what it looks like. <laughs> Cause that isn't fun. Um, and uh, I, I guess I liked that all the kids were having fun, you know, hockey's supposed to be fun, whatever. And so the training and yeah, you want to do like different training, but you, if you only get one hour of ice time, you know, you want to use that ice. Like Kevin said, um, also it was just like them, like Coob wearing like a mighty ducks polo right. that is like the wrong color with everyone else. And, uh, just like a little weird and also like 82 degrees in a hoodie it's like you'd be sweating your fucking ass off all right i don't care like uh, how great a shape in you are or whatever um but if you're doing three hours of like you know moderate intensity work you're going to be sweating really hard and why are you wearing that hoodie i don't know yeah and they seem to all be wearing like khaki shorts as they were doing this i i was not i was not impressed with their workout attire other than that the they kind of like played up Lawrence being like like his biceps and stuff like that and then he was doing push-ups and he was not going all the way up and down same with Evan Uh, also like his he's like check this out and all he's doing is push-ups with dumbbells like the dumbbells are big sure but but he's just doing (laughs) push-ups yeah it's just like I thought he was about to do like you know like weighted burpees or something and Evan grabs the like the five pound weights and is also doing push-ups it's like (laughs) Yeah, you know, I, I thought that was that was weird and funny, but uh, and, I, w- one other just overarching note for me is uh, 
I, I do like that they're kind of peppering in this like idea that Cole being like Captain Blood, but he's also like a softy. I like that. What do, what do we think about his his ice cream, I guess, um, weakness? I, I, I thought that was good. I thought it was a really good callback to earlier in the episode. Um, I, I, I thought that was a really nice moment whenever they, they're about to do the kitchen raid and he's in there and then he's like, okay, I'll let him get away with it. I'll let him have their fun. You know, I thought that was a, I thought that was a, a, a nice um, kind of closed loop on that, on that entire kind of storyline and, and uh, conversation. Also, it's like, it seems like Coach Cole is like good with kids. It's like, he's getting yeah. the most out of them. And That's, like he knew how to like interact with Evan to like and push Evan like just enough. The I guess the only part I guess that was I guess a little bit weird is like, um, you know Franklin just like getting called out and forcing an entire extra practice because he missed that one shot. I, I I do like wow we've never seen this kid before and then it's just like it's just sliding. But yeah, I, I that is one thing that kind of bugs me about this season though is like we're like supposed to believe that Cole is like this overbearing coach, like with, you know, doesn't have any fun, but like he's, he is, he's good with kids. He seems to be a, a very reasonable coach on the floor. He seems to be reasonable with his son as well. I, I, I think, I think there's like this missing piece where like, I don't feel like, Oh, these kids should resent him because he's like working them too hard. Like it doesn't feel that way at all to me. So I think that's kind of just like a little thing that bugs me about this season. Yeah, that makes. There's been some complaints from people in the Discord about how like Evans really taking a lot of heat just for wanting to enjoy the camp and like get everything out of it. And same with Cole there, do the thing they're there to to be there. Exactly. For. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Great point on Franklin. He just random kid. And then if you can't hit an open net, they said from center ice, but it seemed like it was a small rink. If you can't hit an open net and like like all you have to do is shoot it like. In an open net, there's no goalie. You don't deserve to be on Team Dominate. So, Franklin, very disappointing. We need to get Mike out on on center ice and give him three shots and see if he can do it. As I mentioned, it was not from, like, a regulation size rink. But do you think you can do it from center ice? I just have to hit the wide open net? Yeah. That's easy. I can hit a row? Easy. Yeah. I can hit a wide open net easy. All right, we're gonna live. We're gonna live stream this. He was. I mean, no he was pressure. taking slappers and stuff. So I don't know what the regulation was, but like, if you're on team dominate, you should be able to at least hit an open net. Uh, so very disappointing in Franklin there. Anything else? As I check my notes, I'm trying to see. There was some good. I like Jace. I'm here, but let's be chill about it at the end. That was a good one. We talked about the burn. Yeah, I think that's all I have. Anything else? Yeah. from yeah, you guys we, as we move uh josh jamel with the north dakota hockey uh shirt yeah oh nice, nice. Little... I, didn't notice, I didn't notice that yeah appreciate that i did see that in the uh when he's eating the ice cream uh former former north dakota state football great right it... i think he went and to no state m-i-n-o-t minnow uh, state yeah yeah oh, okay so yeah but yeah, i thought it was a nice little nod there for sure more more about Cole that we're learning. Maybe he played at North Dakota and then he, you know, was drafted by Buffalo, possibly played for the Stars. There's a whole there's a whole career arc here that we need to really investigate. But that's for another time. Let's take a short break and then we will come back with our awards. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are back with our episode awards, MVP, LVP, and our quotes, our MVP. Let's go to Kevin, your MVP of this episode. Um, I think that this one is a close one for me. I think I'm going to go with Cole um, mm. uh, with, a, with Maya, a very, very close runner-up. Um, <laughs> got some, uh, some forechecking going on in the background. <laughs> uh, sure, her tower just collapsed. Yeah, I thought Cole was very good. I, I like I like that we're getting to see um, kind of the both sides of him. Uh, uh, I, Mike, you might have missed this when you stepped away, but uh, I liked that um, that we're getting to see like him as a softy, uh, him kind of that it, that last scene um, where they're raiding the kitchen. I thought was really great and kind of closed the loop on that whole like conversation about that like that they started the episode with. So uh, I thought Cole had a really strong episode. But Maya was great. Tommy? Uh, I'm going to give it to Maya. Um, I think she was great the entire episode. I liked her, um, I guess, going to Canada across uh, international borders to get her belly button pierced and get it infected. But Every I thought she weeks. was great. Every three weeks, yeah. So that I thought she was great the entire episode. And I, I think the whole, like, Sophie rebelling plot could have died if Maya doesn't have a great performance and kind of have... Um, kind of have a a nice breakout not even necessarily even a breakout episode but kind of really showing how how high her her ceiling is and and like kevin said i guess you know she was a little one-dimensional in season one season two she's definitely um grown into that role but yeah i think cole was also very good curious how all the the ice cream eating takes went um you seem to be getting into it but yeah maya's my mvp for this episode I would agree with that. I had Maya uh, just for everything Tommy mentioned. Don't really have anything to add. I thought she was great in everything. Every scene she was in, she made it better. So I guess that's what the greats do. Our LVP, I'm going to go quick because my house is deteriorating. Uh, I'm, I I picked Nick just for being such a such a loser at his own birthday and not letting his friends help uh or eat or drink soda and eat the cake and all that kind of stuff and then they lost it to the squirrel devastating uh honorable mention though to franklin i mentioned come on franklin if you're on team dominate you should be better than that but your lvp tommy um yeah that, that squirrel i mean why isn't the cake covered come on we know there's a cover for the cake um my my lvp is actually going to go to jace i i just didn't appreciate his shtick the entire episode and um it was you know, a little bit like like the, the delivery of all the lines was a little bit too like forced. I thought um, I it did have a redeeming moment at the end, um, and and Mike brings up a great point about Franklin. Um, but I, I did think that the scene was good with Franklin missing, and also with Evan cheering Franklin on. Um, but I think Franklin honorable mention LVP, but I'm giving it to Jace. Uh, yeah, shout out to, to, to Mike for, for throwing Franklin, his namesake, under, under the bus. Uh, Mike has been known as Franklin uh, from time to time uh, in, in our friend group, um, uh, just unrelated to this, of course. But um, 
I, I'm also going with Jace. He's just kind of annoying me. He's he's landed on real thick to people that have no business getting it. Um, like Alex, he, he should have nothing against Alex uh, or anybody. He's just being a real dick. Um, so I'm going to give it to Jace. Fair enough. He was, yeah. I, I had liked him earlier on being moody, but he, he, went, he took a, a turn yeah. this episode. Uh, quote of the episode... I liked the one at the very beginning, actually, from Maya saying, you scared boy, tell us why you <laughs> suck. That was my favorite one. Enjoyable. Uh, I actually laughed out loud. So that's my quote. We'll go back to Kevin, your quote of the episode. Uh, I like that one. I kind of forgot about that one. Uh, I did. I, I think I'm going to go with uh, Gertie's. Uh, I forget the full quote, but when she's like, me, be me. Gosh, I'm good. I liked that a lot. I actually, I have the same quote as Mike, you know, tell us why you suck. Um, but honorable mention to Alex saying, well, you haven't seen Coop play solitaire with leaves. Um, yeah. I, I enjoyed that. There were some was good awesome. one-liners in this one, but I think the, the early Maya quote about uh, what, tell us why you suck um, was good. I also liked Maya's uh, because we're a jaded generation just watching the world burn. <laughs> that was yes. Good. Yeah, that was a good one. All right. That's it for us. Episode five. We did it. We're halfway through. We got our special Halloween episode coming up Monday. So we've already recorded it. It's a doozy. You'll you'll want to tune in for sure. And for that. My head is still spinning. <laughs> Thequackdeck.com. Go there. Contact us at QuackDeckPod on Twitter. Facebook.com slash QuackDeckPod. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Give us your review of episode five. Join the Discord. A lot of discussion every episode on the Discord. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. The quick dick is back, Jack. Oh, yeah.